The other day, thousands of people were protesting in the UK in defense of Tommy Robinson, who has been arrested. Eventually, these protests started to escalate, and we saw some pretty crazy scenes. At one point, some guy threw a street cone at a horse. It was kind of crazy. So today, joining me is Roaming Millennial, who is actually there on the ground and posted some videos. And we're going to just have a general discussion about what's going on with Tommy Robinson, what happened with the protest, and why people are protesting. Now, before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Virtual Shield. Head over to hidewithtim.com and you can get what they say is the best VPN deal in the world for only $2.75 per month. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. And what this service does for you is helps keep your browsing history private. It encrypts your internet data, so your online activity is out of sight of your internet service provider and any creepy snoopers, because believe it or not, there are hackers sometimes even the government, and general creepy stalkers who want to steal your information. Don't believe me? Go to Google and just type in buy SSN and DOB. And right away, you can see there are numerous websites that want to sell your social security number, your credit card information, and your date of birth. I strongly recommend you do consider getting a VPN service because it is just one step you can do to help protect your private information and protect your family. For those that are interested, as I mentioned, hidewithtim.com and get your 30-day free trial today. With me today is Roaming Millennial, and let me just start by asking, what happened? So we we were there at the beginning of the protest, and actually, uh, we're going to be releasing our video on it today, and you can tell from the footage that I was initially very optimistic. I was like, this is so amazing. Everyone was super calm. Uh, the police had set up a barricade between the counter-protest, which was very, very small, and the actual, I guess, pro-Tommy protest itself, and, you know... People were very, very calm. Things were, I guess, very in control by the police. And um, any officer we spoke to that day, we spoke to quite a few. They were very helpful, very cordial with people. Um, definitely weren't trying to, from what we saw, inhibit anyone's ability to protest. Um, and then, you know, there was the main stage where the speakers were. And around that area where most of the people were, it, it remained very calm. And people were very, I guess, respectful of each other. There was no one doing any rioting or anything resembling that. Um, but throughout the day, we kind of moved a little bit further from the around the fringes of the group. And that's where eventually there ended up actually being some violence. It, it kind of started off with just uh, people uh, chanting at officers, saying things like, shame, shame, shame on you. But then the conflicts and the confrontation started getting a little bit more physical. Uh, and it kind of escalated with you know people pushing officers. I have video I, I posted on Twitter of one guy throwing a glass bottle an officer's face, thank goodness he was wearing one of those, um, I guess, riot gear helmets uh, that I, I don't think he actually got hurt. But um, from from what we saw, there was definitely that violent element of it. But, you know, the, the majority of protesters who were around that main speaker's area where the speeches were being given, uh, that remained peaceful throughout the day as far as we could tell. Do you know if this was like a spontaneous protest or was this was was this organized? Yeah, this was this was organized. This has been organized for a while. Uh, the counter protest had also been organized for a while. It was being promoted on this uh, forum, stopracism.com or .org or something like that. I, I think it might still be up if anyone wants to check it out. Uh, yeah, this was all being organized for quite a while, and there were also satellite protests in different uh, UK cities. With the counter protesters, was there a clash between the pro Tommy people and the I guess anti Tommy people, whatever you call them? Well, so there was uh, there were police barricades between the two, and there was actually kind of like this 
sterile zone where no one was. And anytime when people were approaching the protest, there were cops asking, actually, what side are you on? And they would direct them accordingly. Um, you know, we had people who were being let through. They wanted to be part of the counter protest. The police were directing other people who were supportive of Tommy to go around. So not only were they separated, but they also had the points of entry completely separate too. Um, wow. And, you know, frankly, there were so few counter protesters. There really, really weren't a lot um, that I, I think it would have been pretty stupid of them to pick a fight. And to me, it seems like the violent Tommy supporters, which unfortunately there definitely were, they seemed a lot more concerned with the police than the counter protesters. Yeah, I saw a tweet from you where you said it was totally unprovoked. I think that might be the one where you see the glass bottle smash into that cop's face. Well, he's wearing a, yeah. a, his helmet, though. Uh, but someone yeah, responded. Yeah, so I mean, I know, I know a lot of people when presented with this video footage, oftentimes the question of, um, I guess, context comes out, right? Because just from that, you don't know what's happened. And police brutality, we know, is is a thing. It does exist. But in this instance, and this specific case, from what we saw, honestly, these cops were doing nothing but walking through the crowd. And that particular cop who got a bottle thrown in his face, and there was also, uh, I'm not sure if it was the same one, but another officer was hit with a flagpole. Honestly, it's it was like he, he got separated from the other officers that, that were marching through the group, and people kind of took that as a chance to attack him, and really, he, he had done absolutely nothing wrong up until that point. Um, that was kind of like the first, and I think, most prominent instance of violence that I saw. The, the police had done absolutely nothing, right? They weren't provoking people. They weren't even trying to stop people from protesting. They weren't redirecting people. They were really just going and standing, but still, there was so much police resentment that was in the air. Um, that eventually violence just erupted. Why does this sound so much like Antifa? You know it, what I mean? Honest, no, honestly, I was looking, when we were editing, we were looking over the footage, and I could have sworn that this was Antifa footage, the, the, the <laughs> way that they were, yeah, they, I mean, pe throwing things at the cops, uh, pushing them, and just the, the way that they were being openly hostile to them, even though they were doing nothing wrong. I understand that people in the UK are very upset with what happened to Tommy and the way their government is going in general, but like these officers in this instant, they had done absolutely nothing wrong. It's really disappointing to see um, that kind of thing happen. I saw someone responded to your tweet, and they were like, oh, unprovoked, really? And there's a video where you see, I think it's like the cops linking arms and pushing through a crowd, something like that. And what was interesting to me is that's basically the exact same justification we see from Antifa when they're like, oh, the police were pushing us, so we were fighting back. But it's, it, it's, it's man, it's so similar. It's almost the same thing. Just get rid of the masks and the black hoodies, and, you're, and we're looking no. at huge crowds with, you know, throwing stuff. Exactly, and I, I even heard people say, oh, if they weren't trying to provoke a riot or provoke a fight, then why were they dressed in riot gear? Police officers taking it upon themselves to put on a helmet or anything, that's still not provoking violence, right? Someone someone wearing a helmet isn't an invite to throw a glass bottle into their face. That's I don't know anyone who would try to argue that except on Twitter, but uh, it, was, it was really, really shocking to see even online how many people are trying to justify the violence against the police. Uh, I was actually very, very impressed, and my producer and I were talking about it, at how well the police seemed to handle just the crowd in general. And also considering you have to remember that there are tons of tourists everywhere at this event, because it's at West, Westminster, so there are a lot of people in the area who aren't even part of the protest, which makes it even harder for them, I guess, because you don't really know who's a protester, who's just kind of walking through. Uh, but I think they they dis they displayed a lot of restraint, definitely more than I think I would have been able to if I had people, you know, throwing things at me, hitting me with flags and stuff like that. You know what bothers me about the whole thing? It's so predictable what the left is going to do in response to this. There was one person right. who tweeted, these are all fascists, you know, it's racism, it's bigotry. If you voted for Brexit, you voted for this. 
And I tweeted out in response, when when these guys in the UK are doing it, they're fascists. But when the far left does it, they're anti-fascist. But it's the same thing. I mean, sure, there's subtle differences in, like, them wearing masks and stuff. But it, it just seems so predictable. And not only that, I, I'm, I'm really eager to see... Tommy supporters come out and condemn this violence the same way they do Antifa, but I'm, I'm not right. super confident. And if you even listen to the justification that a lot of people were saying about this, uh, you know, after I posted that video, oh, well, it's, it's great to say democracy, but we're past the point of democracy. We need action. Uh, votes aren't enough. Stuff like that is exactly the justification that Antifa uses for that kind of violence, that, oh, democracy has failed, it's a corrupt system, we need to rise. It's it's literally the exact same justification um, for them to abandon our the, the democratic system, whatever, the representative system that we have in place, and you use these violent means to accomplish whatever they're trying to. And, like, A, not only is it just, like, not true, I don't think we've reached a point where we can say government is totally corrupt and we have to just overthrow them violently. Um, but I, I think these people really are, they, they were just looking for for a fight when they got there and I think eventually they, you know, after trying to taunt the police, they realized the police weren't biting, right? I mean, their their protesters were getting up in their face and the police were, you know, completely hands off. They were doing nothing. I'm sure they must have been given orders to, I guess, stand down. I mean, they knew everyone would be watching. So eventually they just took it upon themselves to start beating them, which was awful. And I've seen videos aside from the ones that we filmed that are even worse. You know, there's videos of people chasing the police out of the streets and it's, it's ridiculous. I guess, you know, I was thinking about this, looking at the, the protests, and I see a bunch of people who are like, Tommy shouldn't be in jail, and they, they don't think they can do anything, so it boils over into, into violence, into aggression. And I've seen, I've seen the same thing from Antifa, and, I'm, and I kind of feel like it doesn't, at the end of the day, who, whoever is committing these acts of violence in the streets, I ultimately feel like their political leaning isn't really what's the issue here. It's, it doesn't matter if you're left, right, or whatever. It's, are you willing to be violent and, you know, take action against police and just random passerbys or whatever? I mean, the, the, the video of the guy throwing the cone at the horse, what's the point of that? Mm, what, does that what does that accomplish? That's right. Even if we were to accept the idea that violence is necessary, is this type of violence really what's going to, what's going to solve anything? These are officers who, they're not responsible for making the laws that put Tommy in jail. And they're also not the ones who actually went and arrested him, right? These, these aren't people who have... Uh, done anything like that and I was so so upset to see the amount of people that were justifying use of force against UK police because they dislike UK laws and you know you can criticize politicians that's fine you can even criticize the way um, I guess police units are run but these these cops that are on the ground that are face to face with the protesters they haven't decided anything right these, these are people who are simply there to enforce order in the moment and the fact that people think it's justified to to be abusive toward them, I just don't understand it. So, so let's get to the philosophical question then. Do you do? You, and I'm going to put you on the spot, I guess, because do you think there will ever come a point where something like this is justified? You know, if Tommy really is unjustly being imprisoned, is there a point where you know getting angry and starting a riot could be justified? Well, I, you know, I think getting angry is absolutely justified, but the, the thing with riots is that they're not especially useful. Right. Um, and we're, we're in a system where it's not like the, every means of trying to get him out legally has been exhausted. Right. That's absolutely not true. I mean, there is a law that says that you are not allowed to film, you know, courthouses. Uh, that that's true. And he, he did break that by I think he, he pled guilty by his own admission. I think a lot of people, the problem with that they have is that a the sentence was too long and that b 
the, the whole concept of that law is iffy because I don't think there's anything like that in the states or Canada, for, from what I understand. So, I mean, there are there are appeals you, you can do, right? Because I, I do think in this case that at least the length of the sentencing might have been at least a little bit politically motivated. But to say that our only option now is just writing, I, I don't think that's true. Um, and even if we were to say something like, okay, when, when would it be all right? Um, it, it's hard for me to think of, you know, because we live in a system where we are able to affect change, right? We're, we're not in this dictatorship. I don't know if I can imagine a, a, an instance in Canada where I would ever condone that type of thing, right? It's not like we're in North Korea where the, those people, they actually have, like I think, legitimate reasons to look at the people who are in power and say, no, we need to, I guess, use whatever means necessary to get you out. That That's just not the world that we live in. Yeah, it's, it's a tough question. It's, it's, it's nuanced. I'm, I was thinking about... You know, 13 months seems ridiculous for what Tommy right. Robinson did. It's, it's insane. But I think you brought up a good point. You know, they haven't exhausted every means of trying to get him out. And honestly, I feel like if these people showed up to a, you know, in front of the courthouse every day and just had beers and sang, it would be more effective than what they're doing. Now, I actually feel like this kind of street violence is going to have the opposite effect. It's going to make police double down. It's gonna, the, the left is now using this to justify the imprisonment of Tommy Robinson. They're saying, well, Tommy broke the law, and look what his supporters do. They're racist. They're violent. They're, they're thugs. They're far right. And that's the thing. Um, I was, I've been looking at coverage of this event go, going up to it, and it was being portrayed as this far-right extremist event, right? And I think if you look at the average Tommy Robinson supporter, or even not, not if you support him, but just the, the average person who doesn't support him being in prison, I don't think it's fair to call them far-right. I mean, I don't think he should have gone to jail. Heck, I, filming outside of a courthouse, even if it's illegal, I would think some sort of fine would be a lot more reasonable than 13 months in prison. Um, so the idea that violence did end up happening, that you did see... Um, some unsavory people there, frankly, some questionable groups. I think that just plays into the whole media narrative that's been trying to spin the entire time. And I just, I, I wish that more attention would be given to the the peaceful protesters that were there. And frankly, you know, these people who say that they they have nothing left but violence, you could be doing a lot more to not- notify the public about what's happened to Tommy Robinson because I am I'm sure that if more people knew about this if more UK citizens knew about this they would not support it so so the idea that oh we have nothing to do left but start harassing cops no you have so much more you can do it's just it, it's a lot easier to go into the street and start trying to punch people than it is to actually affect legislative and meaningful change and I think they're just taking the easy aggressive way out of it wouldn't it be great if people on the left said the same thing when Antifa showed up and did this kind of nonsense like yeah. There, there are there are legit and cool left wing protesters who go out peacefully holding their signs, and they'll get loud, they'll get aggressive. But then it's always a small bunch that has the masks, forms a black block, and starts smashing things. And I would I would just yeah. really love to see more far lefties be like, hey, we are not cool with someone bashing someone with a bike lock or, or smashing these windows. But it just doesn't happen. And I, I got to be honest, I'm seeing a ton of people on Twitter who are within this like libertarian spectrum, whatever you want to call it, who are calling it out. Like you're calling it out. Count Dankula's calling it out, but I, I would be really surprised if diehard Tommy supporters would actually condemn this, you know, type of violence. You know, yeah, and, and this is this is a type of person that I've not seen in person very much, and I think the uh, the term that they might be called in the UK is probably like a chab, right? Uh, these are uh, almost football hooligan looking guys. Um, there was a lot of drinking going on as well, and it's just I I don't want that to be the norm when it comes to political protests. 
I, I think political protests are actually very useful, and I, I love seeing just the physical presence of all these people who support this one cause. So, so the idea that this sort of behavior is being normalized by either side, I, I think it's a very, very dangerous road to go down, and I think other countries are, are looking at the UK right now and they're thinking all oh, that Tommy Robinson guy is bad news those the British were right lock him up lock all these people up and that that's not the message that should have come out of this this guy Richard Hendren tweeted that he is he's a he's a journalist and he's never received the, this much abuse and threats and violence from you know any group do you, is that do you see anything like that I mean were these Tommy supporters getting angry or agitated towards the press well, I mean, we so there was a press area um, in the the main part of the protest where all the speakers were, and like I said before, that area where people were going listen to the speakers, um, that as far as we could tell was very very peaceful, and that was the majority of people. And you had young people, old people, men and women. It was a very mixed crowd. Everyone there seemed um, very positive, and it was it was peaceful. People were calm listening to the speakers. But then when you got further out. That's where things were, were violent, and that's where you got, like, like I said, the Chavi group. And yes, well, while while we were there, so my producer and I, we were there, we were both filming. I had my phone, and he had our, our Canon camera. Um, we actually had people come up to us and try to get us to stop filming. They were trying to, like, swat our camera down. And I think what this was when things were starting to get violent. He said that that's how people get in trouble when, people, when they're being filmed. Um, so they were trying to, I guess, censor us potentially broadcasting the faces of these people who are abusing these cops. And I say this in my video, I think if you don't want your face to be shown abusing cops, harassing cops, don't abuse and harass cops. To me, that's just the much easier answer to that. Um, but I can I can very much see that there would potentially be uh, threats going on to certain journalists. And it's just reading the types of things that were being written about the, I guess, the violence against police officers, it seems like there are these people, and I'm not going to say that it's every Tommy Robinson supporter or every person who, um, I guess, supports his policies, but there are people out there who, they're at a point where they think anything is justified in order to reach their goals, right? Where they, they think that the UK is at a tipping point. So anyone who's complicit in, I guess, the status quo, whether it's the police or journalists or politicians, it, it's, it's, it's gloves off with them. So, I mean, oh I'm, my not, God. I'm not going to say It sounds like Antifa. It's like what, what? you're describing is the same thing. By any yeah, means necessary. No, I, absolutely. If you, and if you if you look at people, um, I guess the attitude that was on the streets while we were there, or even people who who are coming out in support of the violence against the cops, it is absolutely by any means necessary. And it's to me that's just that's so mind boggling because I mean you know people used to say that about Brexit, right? And guess what? You had a referendum and it's not happened yet, but it's going to. It's Bureaucracy is always slow, but it's going to happen. And, you know, with something like Tommy Robinson, yeah, I'm upset. I don't support it. But the idea that, like, oh, I guess we just start threatening people, start throwing bottles at them. No, that's you're, you're just using this as an excuse to be violent. It's not it's not the main motivation, in, in my opinion. Well, uh, thanks for coming on doing the interview. You, you, you mentioned earlier you're going to have a video up about what happened on your channel. Yeah, Right, so we have we have a video that's already up on CRTV, just our footage from the day and a little bit of commentary about it, and it's going to be up on YouTube later today. And that's on Roaming Millennials' YouTube channel. I'm going to put a little button in the top corner so that people can, from here on out, just click it and then go to your channel. So thanks for, for hopping on. Do you want to mention your, your Twitter or anything like that? 
Sure. If you guys want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Roaming Mill, and it's Mill, M-I-L, not two L's. Roaming Millennial is apparently too long for a Twitter handle, but uh, yeah, I practically live on there most of the time. I'm kind of an obsessive tweeter, so if you want to keep up with anything I'm doing, definitely go there. Cool. Well, thanks for, for joining me, and to everybody who watched, thanks for hanging out. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m., and check out Roaming's channel to see the footage from what actually happened on the ground, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.